Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Chicago. I have talked about a lot of musicals that I used to watch and listen to when I was a duckling and this was another one. My mother watched this movie a lot and would often play songs from it as well. As a kid, I didn't care for it very much. It just really wasn't up my alley, I guess. Didn't did get my attention uh, when I was when I was younger. I preferred musicals like Phantom of the Opera and Little Shop of Horrors. As a full-grown duck, it has become one of my favorites, being a musical about the city of Chicago during the height of jazz and crime. Everyone is a piece of shit in this movie, except for the main character, Roxy's husband, a- Amos. He's, he's the only one that's not a piece of shit. Everyone else, though, complete fucking piece of dog shit. It makes the dynamic of the characters that much more interesting. Most of them are women in prison on trial for murder. So that one's pretty cool. It's a darker story. And I usually like dark musicals. So, yeah. It works. It goes right on my alley now. Not so much as a kid. I, I wanted more, uh, I guess, pizzazz. <laughs> more, more, uh, more, <laughs> more visuals, I guess is the best way to say it. This was a time when criminals with a crazy story would be small-time celebrities, which is what the story heavily plays into. The story opens with Roxy watching a performance of one of the main characters of the film, Velma Kelly, played by Catherine Zeta-Jones. She is a day she is daydreaming about being up on stage and finally becoming a star herself, eventually leaving with the guy who promised her a shot at being a star. Catherine's character is then arrested after the end of her set for the murder of her sister and her lover Charlie causing her stardom to skyrocket from that shocking story. Roxy goes back to her apartment with the man and sleeps with him. Roxy then begins to talk to him about her becoming a star and he reveals to her that he was lying. She then shoots him dead and tells her husband Amos when he gets home that he was a burglar and that he should take the blame for it because the jury would be sympathetic to a husband defending his wife. While talking to the police, they tell him that the man was identified as Fred Casely, which is someone he knew and in fact he was their furniture salesman. When the neighbor who saw them's testimony, with the neighbor who saw them's testimony, he and the police then realized that she was sleeping with a man and murdered him in cold blood. She is then taken to prison while waiting on trial on the death row cell block for the female inmates. You meet the rest of the characters: Major Mama Morton, the other murderous inmates, and the very successful dirty lawyer Billy Finn, played by Richard Gere. Which. The story then turns into Roxy being used as a pawn by the people of power to put more money in their pockets and keeping them in the papers, especially Billy Flynn, eventually realizing that her kind of fame that that her kind of fame was very fleeting and that the next story would then take her place. However, she does seem to have her happy ending by joining Velma and becoming a singing duo because Velma is then overshadowed by Roxy. Uh yeah, it it is a somewhat happy ending. I guess, the happiest, I guess you could say, for the characters. Yeah, there's not much more to say on that point, but she she kind of gets what she wants. I mean, she's her and Velma are still most famous for the murders they committed, but they then use that to become big on stage. So, yeah, in a way, she gets what she wants uh, at great cost, but yeah. I really enjoy a lot of the songs of this movie, my favorite being Mr. Cellophane and We Both Reach for the Gun. John C. Riley gives a great performance as the loser husband of Roxy Amos. Uh, he is very gullible and lacks a backbone, and he just wants to be loved and love his wife and have his simple family life. I find his song very powerful. It was a song I even liked as a kid. Uh, I have found this song speaks to me on many occasions. <laughs> Not going to lie to you. That's part of the reason why I, I love the song so much. His costume being a sad clown is a great touch to the scene as well. We both reach for the gun and 
is a great song and has great choreography, and I love the way that the song is set up. Roxy is sitting on his lap like a dummy and repeating what Billy Flynn is uh, saying to her, and it really makes it seem like it's her saying it, and that's kind of the point, is that you know, he's going to talk through her to the press, and I just really like that dynamic. I also love the imagery of him being the puppeteer of the press and will eat anything up, he says, knowing exactly what to tell them to control the narrative. However, my other favorite songs are Cell Block Tango and When You're Good to Mama. Cell Block Tango being the song that is about the other cellmates and what they are on trial for, which I would argue is the most famous song from this movie. Uh, it's it's been I've seen it parodied a couple times, and I've seen uh, the the scenes from that song pop up on TikTok and Instagram. So I would assume that would be the case then. Um, but yeah, it's it's a pretty famous song. Uh, when you're good to mama is Queen Latifah's song, uh, where she's the warden of the prison and willing to take bribes to make her to make their time in prison easier. I like her character a lot. Um, I think Queen Latifah is a little bit of an underrated actress. I like her a lot as side characters. Or even I, re- I even enjoyed The Last Holiday a lot when I was a kid. So yeah, I think she's a bit underrated, and I like her a lot in this movie. And I feel like a lot of people forget that she got her start in rap. I feel like if you weren't around uh, for the '90s very much, you probably wouldn't know that. You just think she plays in movies. So, yeah, I, she's a good singer. That's why I like her in this movie. Yeah, I have a lot of fun to this movie. I think it's a great musical. Uh, I actually do like this adaptation. Um, I believe it started as a film first, but I could be wrong. So don't take my word on that one. But yeah, I really like Chicago. It's one of my favorites. So, but yeah, overall, I give this movie an eight out of ten. It's a good movie. If you haven't, if you love musicals or you just like crime or you like, you know, the mobster style film, maybe check it out. Maybe you'll like it. So, yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I've reviewed a bunch of other movies, TV shows, and anime. So if you check that out, that's highly appreciated. Also, you should drop a follow on whatever app is streaming through. That way you get a notification when I post a review. Also, I'm on YouTube. Also called Dr. Crackers Movie Reviews. I posted a couple videos on there. So if you want to check that out, it's highly appreciated. Subscribe on there. Uh, it be pretty neat. Also, I stream on Twitch. DR underscore Crackers 66. Uh, I streamed the story mode of Injustice the other day. It's mainly for chatting and, you know, getting to know y'all. I, I won't, you won't be getting, like, pro gaming uh, tips or anything like that, but it's more just for fun. So, yeah, thank you, and I hope you have a fantastic day, my friend.